Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Scene Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I'll be your host. I'm incredibly excited to bring to you the 28 things that I've learned by 28 for my birthday. I love doing this episode every year, so just sit back and relax. We'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I can't quite believe that I'm recording 28 Things by 28. And for those that are listening to the podcast, this is also a YouTube video. So I'm also looking at myself in a camera at the moment, but I just can't quite believe that I'm actually going to be 28. And it almost feels like I've like now gone from like, you know, mid 20s to like being in the later half of your mid 20s. And now I, I almost feel like between like the mid 20s and like hitting 30, I'm now officially going to be like on the closer half of, you know, getting closer to 30 versus being closer to 25. I feel like 27, obviously, you're like smack dab in the middle. 27, I'm not going to lie. It felt like it was just like a very, I don't know, kind of an in-between age. A lot happened. If you follow me on social media, then you know that I went through quite a lot. So 27 was a huge year for me. And I feel like I have a lot to share in terms of 28 things that I have learned in this past year and things that I want to carry with me into 28 as well, not just keeping it to, you know, only things that I've learned. Obviously, some things that you learn can be really good and you want to take that on with you. Some things you learn and you're like, and I want to keep that, you know, in 27. So I'm just going to jump right in because obviously... 28 things on a list is a lot, so we're just gonna jump right in. All right, I don't know if you guys in the YouTube video can see, but I've just got it on my phone, and I feel like it is just the exposure is overexposuring. <laughs> but I'm just gonna read off of this list that I wrote down, so we're just gonna jump right in. Number one, life can change in an instant whether it's, you know, a different place to where I was last year, the year before, etc. And I feel like that's a really sort of, I, I know it sounds very cliche to start off on, but at this point last year, I had just gotten through, well, I had just been blindsidedly broken up with. I didn't see it coming. I was sort of, I don't want to call it couch surfing, but I was staying with family friends in London because that blindsided breakup also meant that I didn't have a place to live. And it was a very weird place that I found myself in. I definitely didn't envision my 27th birthday to look like that. And I really wish that I could go back and tell that girl just what everything incredible that was in store for her in the year to come because 27 was truly an incredible year of just so many cool things and so many PBs and running and meeting Gabriel and just so many incredible life things. And I just feel like it's really easy to really get like 
almost like you can either get really fixated and like focused on something in your life or the way that things are going in your life at a given time or you get really comfortable with things and you kind of just like and I know that that sounds so bad like you know like I you know at this point like in January of last year I thought that I felt like I was in a pretty stable relationship I I never saw the breakup coming and I'm not it's not to say that like I shouldn't have felt comfortable in it because I think that you should feel safe and comfortable in a relationship but I think it's kind of to say like I have another point to follow up on this later but I think it's just to say that like things can change in an instant I've also been going through something this year that I did not expect to get news wise in January and it's been really tough but again I'm going to touch on it later in this list but it's just to say that like yes life can change in an instant but like that doesn't mean that you aren't capable of handling that change number two be grateful for how far you've come and the ways in which you've changed I feel like I oftentimes will like compare myself especially when I'm like you know sharing online about my running journey I share a lot comparing to like my first marathon per se but I forget about like where I was maybe 10 years ago and I forget just like how far I've come from like coming from a place of just not knowing what I wanted to do with life, not knowing really what to expect. I remember going into college. That's crazy to actually say that 10 years from 28 basically means that I was like going into college for the first time. But I feel like I was going into college and I was, it felt like I was doing it because everyone else was doing it. And I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. I know that a lot of people feel that way. So I know that I'm not alone in that. But I feel like now that I'm turning 28, I feel like I am becoming more self-aware of what it is that I want to do with my life. And I, I am still figuring it out and I'm still trying to figure out like how to pursue that and how to just like go for that. But I feel like I've definitely grown in ways that have brought me not only closer to that goal, but like more confidently and boldly just kind of going after that goal rather than sort of like going you know, along with what everyone else does and just like kind of, you know, doing the traditional thing that everyone else does and kind of just like actually like, you know, wanting to venture more into like my creative side and like just share that like I have with this podcast and now with this YouTube channel and challenging myself in new ways. And so I feel like I've really come a long way and I feel like that's something that you should always remind yourself of because if you're like me, it's a lot easier to be harder on yourself than it is to actually celebrate yourself and give yourself the pat on the back that you might need. Number three, welcome change even if it's uncomfortable. This one is something that I am always preaching because we're resiliency and running and I am nothing if not resilient, but I feel like this really kind of goes back to like kind of the first major change that I ever went through was when my dad's job moved us from California to Washington. So moving to a completely new state and like leaving behind childhood friends, childhood, you know, home that we grew up in and all these things to go somewhere completely new where we didn't know anyone. And I had never felt so like on my own, even though I had my family with me. And I feel like in a way that has really built me up for success in like the decisions that I've made, like moving to the UK, moving to London. And I feel like I would never have done something as, I, I, I call it crazy, but like it's really not that crazy. It's just another English speaking country. But like, I don't think I would have ever been confident enough to go for this sort of a move and like these sorts of decisions that I've made had I not gone through like 
unwanted change or just like change that I didn't even see coming or didn't want and didn't expect. And I think that that like constantly is a lesson to me, um, as I shared earlier about the breakup. And I think that life really will like throw you curveballs and you'll like think that it's going one way and then suddenly it's like actually you're taking like a sharp right turn and it's going down a road that you are so unfamiliar with you have no idea what to expect but like if you just stay the course you'll see why and you'll like eventually kind of like see like you know that everything happens for a reason which I actually think that that might be another point but (laughs) moving on number four life gets easier when you stop living to please other people this one's easier said than done but I am such a people pleaser and I feel like that comes from a place from much younger and going through really tough things and not really truly taking the time to like get to know myself and get to know who is Liz who am I and I didn't really kind of like look at myself as like someone that I could just like spend a Friday night in and you know go through and process like really tough things that might have happened that week. I always looked to outer sources such as like friends or colleagues or just people around me as like sort of looking to them to like please them but also like also kind of get that like I don't know I was I kind of looked to them to like make decisions and like kind of see what they thought of certain of certain situations. I just never really relied I never trusted myself enough and I relied on people so heavily and I feel like over time, like, I've become so much more comfortable with myself and I've really truly learned after I quit drinking alcohol that I am such a true introvert and that I was only ever a quote-unquote extrovert when I was drinking and so I feel like I've become so much more comfortable, comfortable with myself. But I think that this is something that I'm continuously trying to learn because I think that there's this 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 sort of notion that we all think that like we need to make sure that everyone likes us and make sure like make people like you and do things to make people like you when really like if there's anything that I've learned on being on the internet it's that you're not gonna please everyone not everyone's gonna like you like I learned this year that there's an entire thread on reddit that is just bashing me and I never like purposely go and look at it I'm just like aware of it but it's something that kind of made me realize like you know I thought that like I was creating content for a positive reason to help other runners to help other female runners but at the end of the day like people can take what you say out of context people can you know take what you say the wrong way and spin it to be something completely different so like at the end of the day if you live to people please I just feel like you'll be so exhausted and like that's probably the best way that I could term it and I feel like during the pandemic that was like the first time that I really truly initially realized like wow this people pleasing thing is like really exhausting and actually like most of the friends that I had were not true friends (laughs) and they were just people that like it was like a one-way street sort of a friendship where like I was the only one reaching out I was like I was the only one that lived to serve them and please them and so I feel like that's a very long-winded tangent that I could go on and on about, but that one is one that I am very, very passionate about. All right, number five, chase the passion project. Life is too short. And I say that as I am filming a YouTube video. Guys, if I could go back to 2020 and like genuinely tell you what I actually wanted to do instead of starting this podcast. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this podcast. I love uploading every week. I love sharing my life and sharing like race experiences, running experiences, 
But like if I was genuinely honest from day one that I decided that I wanted to share my running journey online, I wanted to make YouTube videos. And like it's taken me over four years, I think, or yeah, it's 2024. But like, I just like, I wish that I could go back and just say like, just go, like try the YouTube, try making YouTube videos and just like see where it takes you. But it was just like that fear of like worrying about what people might think of me and like judging me and all that stuff. And if I didn't get like the editing right, or I, if I, my camera wasn't good enough or my microphone wasn't good enough, all that stuff would like sit in my head. And I kind of thought at the time, like, you know, the podcast will just be easier and that like it's faceless and it won't be like attached to me and like that's fair like I think it was to be fair like a nice way to start and like kind of slowly almost like soft launch me into the world of like social media and content creation but I kind of wish in a way that like I, I don't know sometimes I think like I wonder what would have happened had I just gone for it and so yeah if I could say anything like just go for the passion project. Just like start it today. Number six, and this kind of connects to number five, but better the fear of what others may think than the fear. Wait, let me read that again. Number six, better the fear of what others may think of you rather than what the what ifs that would haunt you for the rest of your life. And that's something that I always, I feel like I went through something years ago where, and it had to do with a boy, but I, I like waited so long to tell this person how I felt. And like, like at the end of the day, I am glad that I told him how I felt and like, it's okay that it wasn't reciprocated. But like, for me, the moment that I finally decided to tell this person how I felt was like, I saw a sign on like, I don't know, it was like in a tube station or something, but it was something about like the what ifs and like, you know, better to like tell people how you feel or like just be honest and like, you know, rather than like keeping your feelings to yourself and never saying how you feel, never telling someone the truth. Like, I just feel like the what ifs totally outweigh the fear of what others may think of you and I feel like at the end of the day like if people truly judge you for chasing your dreams and like going for what you have always wanted to go for I'd say that they're not your true friends and if they're not your true friends and they're genuinely just strangers on the internet then like who cares what they think and I know that again that's like easier said than done but like in in the grand scheme of things like if like your dream like mine is to like create content and just like you know share your life online imagine like holding yourself back your entire life and never going for it and then like I think that I've seen something that's like imagine like being on your deathbed and thinking like what if and then like you know that's it but like I think it's just so much better to have known that you did go for it that you did tell that person how you feel that you did like you know just like jump at the opportunity when you saw it rather than like letting that what if haunt you for the rest of your life and instead just like being very comfortable and confident in who you are and like what you're doing and what you're chasing and so yeah, that's, that's it. Number seven, friends come and go. This is a sad one and I feel like it's one that I have always sort of struggled with, especially as an introvert, I feel like, and like having moved a few times when I was younger, I, I'm gonna say it, like, it's so hard to make friends as an adult and I do have a good number of, like, really good solid friends that I've had for like a fair number of years and like we're literally catching up on FaceTime tonight and I'm really excited because I haven't spoken to them in so long but I feel like it's a really harsh reality of adulthood and it's something that took me a while to understand that it wasn't just me that went through this but it's just really hard to make friends especially when you live in like a major city like London and 
everyone talks about how lonely London is and it is so true and I think most major cities are like that and I think what I've learned is that like if you want to make friends if you want to build community you have to go out of your way to go and do that so that you can meet people and put yourself in spaces where you will be like able to meet people that are like-minded to you and I'll go out on a limb here and just say like that's genuinely how Gabriel and I met because we were in the same running space and so like I feel like that also is just like such a testament to like you know you will meet the right people the right friends and like who knows who else you'll meet you know once you like start to go out of your way and like make the time for that but I think that like the first step of like actually making the time going out of your comfort zone and like going up and showing up to that first run club if you really enjoy running and like like that's how you're gonna make the running friends that's how you're gonna build community and like if you like dances you go to a dance class or like you go to an art class or a pottery class and like you just like you have to go out of your way to find these things and like because otherwise like it's just it's not gonna come as easy as it used to for us and I feel like growing up going to school like it was so much easier to make friends because you were all going to class every day and so like you'd see each other every day versus like now if you're like most of us that work from home like you stare at four walls all day (laughs) and so I just feel like you have to like really you know go out of your way to do so and like even so even then like like I'm saying friends come and go and like that's also kind of the second part of the whole friendship thing with adulthood is like you really truly learn that like some friends are just for a season and some friends you like think are like your lifetime friend like lifetime best friend and like they don't end up being that and it's okay and I think that like at the end of the day it's just about like you know, surrounding yourself with the best people possible and, like, your support system and people who truly and genuinely want to uplift you. And so, like, if that's, like, I don't know, five people, like, if you can, like, count them on your fingers, that's still, like, a solid number of people who would, like, pick up the phone in the middle of the night if you had an emergency, if something happened. And I feel like that is so much better than having, like, trying to have as many friends as possible but not actually having genuine connections with each of them. So I feel like that's, like, a big lesson of adulthood. Kind of unfortunate. Number eight, your career isn't your life. Do not let it consume you. I feel like... I have been very cryptic about like what's happened to me this year in January and it's still something that I'm going through. I haven't really spoken much about it and I will one day I think but I think it's just like and most people have figured out like what it is and I feel like it's just been like the biggest reminder to me that like you can give it your all. You can give your heart and soul to a job if you wanted but at the end of the day like most companies just view you as a number and like it doesn't matter how much work you do for them how much you devoted yourself to a project like there was a project that I did at my company last July that like I literally was so stressed that I lost my period for the month like I'm not saying that lightly like I was going through it and I just feel like at the end of the day like no company is worth your mental health like no matter the salary or you know the benefits and I I know that people need to have a job to pay the bills and like put food on the table especially if you have a family but I just think like if you are able to have a decision in that in any way shape or form like your career is not your life and you need to be able to like find a way to make it work for you whether that's going out of your way to find a new job with a company that might like better support you or you know changing career paths and I feel like I'm definitely on that journey right now of just trying to figure out what's next and if that means you know 
staying here or having to go live somewhere else. And it's, it's sad. It's hard. And it's, it's, I think it's tough because like your career governs so much of what you do, but also like for me, for example, like your ability to be in a country and be living in a country. And so it's hard. It's a really hard balance to find. And I feel like I'm still sort of learning that going into 28, but I am keeping my fingers crossed for me for you because I know a lot of people are going through this and I know that we will all make it out the other side. Number 10, don't change yourself in order to be liked. And I feel like I've touched on this one, so I won't go into detail too much, but I just feel like it's it goes back to the one around you know, wanting people to like you or trying to get everyone to like you. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, it's just not worth it. I went through this when I was like deep in my alcohol phase and like drinking and it's just not worth it. It's not worth like being the fun drunk friend when you actually don't like being drunk and if that's the only way that people like you then I don't think that they're real friends. So moving on. Number 11, never stay in places you feel unwanted and this one is hard because it's really hard to kind of like I guess no, unless you're getting told. Um, I guess this sort of relates for me to like situations with like breakups and like number 12 also sort of links to this never beg for someone to stay like if someone wants to be with you if someone wants you in their life they will show you they will tell you but like if someone does not want you in their life anymore if they have made that decision leave like do not beg them to stay because why would you want to like try and like prove to someone why like you know your worth you should know your worth you don't need to prove that to someone like the right person will see that in you and will like never make you question whether or not they want you in their life <sighs> getting a little bit deep number 13 when the going gets tough make sure to take care of yourself journal go to therapy etc i feel like it's really easy to busy yourself and I feel like I was very guilty of this for a long time where I was just like I'm just going to absolutely fill my calendar so I never have to think about like this thing and the thing is like you can busy yourself as much as you want but like at the end of the day and like literally for me it hits like at the end of the day it will hit you like smack in the face and you might have a big cry or you might you know really be in your feels but like genuinely that is so good for you and I think that like one of the biggest things in the past year that I started doing again was journaling I'm not the best at it I don't do it every single day like I wish I did but it is something that really helps me get my feelings out on paper and if I'm like on the tube I'll just like use my notes app in my phone and I feel like it's just a really nice way to like take what's up here and put it like out on paper or out on your notes app and just like get it out and I think it'd be it's even better if you can speak to someone in therapy about it that's something that I'm really hoping to do this year I feel like I just need to <laughs> figure out my plans for the rest of the year but I just feel like it's so important like when you are in really tough situations not to forget how important it is to take care of yourself so this is your reminder to take care of yourself number 14 don't let anyone dim your sparkle the things that make you you are unique so i think that this also goes back to the point around like trying to get people to like you I, and like if you actually like if someone is like projecting hate towards you or like saying something really rude towards you like 
first of all, if they're making fun of something about you, like chances are they're probably very insecure about something themselves. And so they're protruding that onto you. But secondly, I think it's really easy to also like compare yourself to someone else and like, you know, wish that you could get rid of like something about you to be more like them. And I feel like what I really have been learning to remind myself more and more is like, like I, no one will ever be like me. Like I am unique in myself. And so like just learning to be confident and owning that in yourself, I think just like leads to, I don't know, just being happier and more satisfied with life rather than chasing just like not real things, if that makes sense. Number 15, never be afraid to pick up and start over. You can trust yourself and you can do it. I feel like <laughs> this is again like goes back to last year and where I was at this point last year and at many different points in my life and I think that it's really hard to like in that moment when you are going through something and you sort of realize like what you have to like what you have to do essentially or like how your life is about to change I think it's hard to I think you have to kind of first accept it, but I think you have to then remind yourself, like, no matter what it is, you can get through it. Like, you are capable of getting yourself through it. And, like, I think, you know, you have to remind yourself also of, like, all of the hard things that you've already been through, all of the bad days that you've gotten through, and how you've managed to get through those, and how you can 100% get through this thing right here in this moment. And so I think that I've been through this in a couple of different instances, and, you know, after my... And I think it's just, like, it's something that's really scary in the moment, but I think it kind of also goes back to, like, the ability to know yourself and accept yourself and be comfortable in yourself also allows you to then be able to trust yourself and the ability to start over whenever you would need to. Number 16, don't wait too long to tick off bucket list items. Life is too short. And I know that some of you guys might have some really big bucket list items. I definitely do too. But I feel like I always have this on my list because I'm like, I had running a marathon on my list for the longest time and I grew up playing sports and running and I just never went for it because I genuinely just like did not believe that I was capable of running 26 miles. Here I am sitting here seven marathons later about to run her eighth and ninth this year like I think it's just like it's such a I don't know it's like I feel like some bucket list things or some big goals that you might have really can loom over your head and seem like this big daunting thing but like people say when chasing big goals if you break it down into smaller goals it'll like help you eventually get there so like if it's like going on vacation in the Maldives for example like that, that that's going to be really expensive so you start small and you start like you know putting aside a savings pot and you start saving money and then like you eventually book the hotel that you want to do and the flights and everything. You can start to create small goals to build towards that bigger goal or that bucket list item. Number 17, tell people you love them. I just think this one's so important and I feel like you see so much stuff in the news about people randomly dying and like these massive traumatic like huge catastrophic things that happen around the world in yeah our day-to-day -day. and I think it's just really sad and I think you just never know like what could happen tomorrow and I think that it's always worth telling people that you love them. I think it's always worth, you know, just reminding people and just saying it even if you haven't said it for a long time and I know that it can be a little bit awkward with family but I think it's just something nice to say um, because you never know how much time you have with them and I feel like that's, that was a very sort of deep one but I feel, I think it's just a nice reminder when I think about like the family members that I've lost and I wished that I told them that I loved them like sooner and like yeah. 
Number 18, remember to say thank you and let people know that you appreciate them. This sort of goes for just like everyone around you day to day, whether it's the barista or the store clerk or your waitress, but also like your partner and your family members and just like letting you them know that you appreciate them and thanking them for things that they do and go out of their way to do for you. I think it's like just a really nice thing. It's a really simple thing to do and I think that it really gets looked over because you might like start to expect something or you might start to just like assume that like you know the coffee the coffee is going to be made by this barista but you I think it's just like you never know like what that barista is going through if they've had a bad day and yeah I think it's just like a nice thing to remind yourself to just show people that you appreciate them more and it just goes a long way. Number 19 say yes more. I feel like in in my year of 27 I feel like it was my year of saying yes more and it was saying yes to huge things big things but also small things but just like the opportunity to like do more and just like not be afraid to like put myself out there and so I think that it's been a really like lovely year of teaching me how that can like really lead you to other opportunities and like lead you to you know create more like I feel like when I when I went into 27 when I started like the year at 27 I was still only really doing like videos on TikTok and Instagram and you know a year later I'm on YouTube and it's just really nice to kind of like see how like my content journey has like come and like the opportunities that have come along with it and I feel like I'm just continuing to really enjoy it and I think a lot of that like in that in like the sort of content journey comes with saying yes and just like going for it and I think it can be really I think that sometimes like I like when it before I went into like the Manchester event I was like I think I just saw myself as like not worthy of being there and I remember going into the VIP room and just being like wow all these people are like gonna run so fast and like I'm just like still been trying to break sub four for like however many marathons I had at that point and I think it's just like owning up to yourself and just like walking into a room and like believing that like you also that you also belong there and that you don't have to do anything different to belong and I think that it's I think it's definitely the way in which I've just also grown more confident in like putting myself out there online as well and so yeah. Number 20, believe that you're more than capable of hitting your goal and like reaching your goal. And obviously like when I'm talking about this, I'm going to talk about running because that's my life. But I feel like my biggest learning in Chicago Marathon last year was like half the battle is going through like the 16 weeks or however long of training. The other half is building the mental resilience and the mental belief that you actually are like do believe that you are capable of achieving that goal and I feel like I lived in so much fear during those 16 weeks and like I just didn't believe I was capable of it and when I like wasn't hitting pace I would be super hard on myself and I feel like because this time around I am a lot more confident in myself and I'm a lot more like I don't know I feel a little more experienced (laughs) after last year and I feel like I'm just a lot like kinder to myself because like I know that I'm very well capable of like getting close to a 320 if not getting a 320 at London but I think like half the battle in chasing big goals in like the sport of running for example is believing in yourself and like believing that you 
are actually capable of hitting that goal. Number 22, food enjoyment will always be so much better than food restriction. Don't let it diminish your life. I feel like I like have shared obviously my running journey and like the eating disorder journey and my food, my relationship with food and that journey and what that continues to look like. Like I literally just shared a marathon training series video on the fact that I still deal with body insecurity and food issues from time to time and just like not fueling myself enough and then like having a really bad session and being like should have fueled more and I feel like that's just like it's come with recovery and it's come with just being more self-aware and you know I'm very honest about the fact that this sort of stuff definitely still affects me but at the same time I feel like the more that I've shared my journey online with my eating disorder the more that it breaks my heart to see how much something like an eating disorder really holds people back in their just like overall life and like how much a a mental illness like eating disorders can really just like take over your life and take away things that like you love to do and like I think it just like I don't know it it breaks my heart on one hand but on the other hand like obviously having been through it I understand that it is really hard to go through and it's really hard to like it's not just like a you know you go one day you're recovered like it's definitely not like that it took me two years to recover and even beyond that like reaching like a healthy weight like I still think that like the recovery journey is never ending and you have to continuously act on it and like be smart about like your food choices but I think it's just not worth counting every single calorie and like I you know I know that some people like count the macros and stuff and like I think that like having been through an eating disorder, that's just never going to be for me because I struggle with the numbers thing. So like I just don't want to ever count calories. But at the same time, I just think that like living without like, I don't know, carbs, which is like my my sort of like, which was my sort of like food fear for such a long time was just like so sad. And I feel like now that I have carbs, like it genuinely brings me joy because it was like really a point and a thing that I avoided for so long in my life. So I just think that like, it's just not worth it. And you should enjoy the pizza, enjoy the croissant, enjoy like whatever it is, the cake. I know I will be on my birthday, but yeah, I think it's just, it's so much better to enjoy Enjoy food rather than to try and restrict it and control it. Number 23, don't be afraid to speak up and use your voice. So don't be afraid to share your story, to speak up for someone. I think that this goes without saying that like I every year share my story about my sexual assault, for example, in addition to the eating disorder, but I do so to encourage others to also speak up, but also feel like they're not alone. And I know that not everyone is going to feel comfortable to say, share their story and, you know, be public about something, especially online. And so I'm not saying, like, do it out of a place of discomfort, but, like, if you do feel open to sharing your story and to sharing that with someone else to maybe, like, talk through it or talk to a therapist about it or talk to a family member about it, to a friend about it. And I think that, like, in a way... I have definitely shared my story with people directly if, you know, it's like a friend that's been through sexual assault and if I'm sort of like doing it from a place of like encouraging them to report it if they do feel comfortable in doing so. But also with friends that suffer suffer with their relationship with food who might also have eating disorders and just like talking through like basically everything that I went through from like losing my period to losing my hair and like, you know, really low blood pressure and 
all of these really negative side effects that came from trying to just control my food and control my weight and control my body. And I think that I do so to try and like hinder people away from that lifestyle because I don't think it's truly sustainable for a long period of time. And I think that it's like that's sort of the way that people then fall into like an eating disorder, for example. But I think it's just, I think it's like more so it's something that also feels very invigorating if you're sharing your story for the very first time and it's something that I I guess will never like not encourage because I think that it definitely like it can be very powerful and speak volumes so yeah it's just something that I feel very passionate about. Number 24 remember that each new year is an opportunity to turn a new page but also remember to leave certain things behind that are no longer serving you. So I think that like the sort of ins and outs trend, I think that I also want to do the same with my birthday and just like really assess in the year of 27, like what are my ins, what are my outs? And I think that with each year that I get older, obviously those things change. And I think that it's something that you kind of have to be honest with yourself in some scenarios and situations. So I think it's something that's really worth doing to kind of just like before you go into whether it's a new year or like a new year, like from a birthday or like a new year, like, you know, 2023 to 2024. I think it's always worth sort of like in the spirit of the new year, like you don't have to do anything like drastic or crazy, like some fad diet or like a juice cleanse, but just like, you know, what are your actual serious goals that you want to achieve for the year? What are things that you don't believe are serving you that you want to leave behind in, for example, for me in 27 that I learned just like weren't for me. And so I'll definitely be sitting down to do that. Number 25, what's meant for you will always be, I told you this point was definitely somewhere later in my points, what's meant for you will always be. And I fully believe that with everything that I'm even going through at the moment. I believed it last year when I was going through everything I was going through. So I just think it's a really nice way to look at things. Number 26, don't forget to call your grandma. It's a random one, but like one that I always remind myself because it brings me joy. I know it brings her joy. And as someone who doesn't have my grandpas in my life anymore because they both passed away, I make it a thing to frequently check in with my both my grandmas and it's just something that I feel brings me closer to family even being so far away. So call your family member, whoever that is, and just like check in with them. I think it's just nice. Number 27, always remember to celebrate all you've accomplished in the last year, even the smaller hidden victories. I feel like it's really easy to look at social media as like a really big highlight reel of like really showing off. Or if you're like on LinkedIn, you see people like getting job promotions or new jobs. I think it's really easy to see like everyone else having these like great big major successes in life, but I think it's also important to remember to celebrate yourself, even if you're the only one celebrating those things for you. I think it's still worth celebrating and just remembering that like that is still like another step closer and like helping you become a better version of yourself and like just continually like bettering yourself. And lastly, this is literally out of battery. And lastly, number 28, never forget who you are, where you've come from. And yeah, I think it's just, it's sort of a cheesy last one to end on. But I just think that it's so good to remember everything that makes you you, everything that's brought you to this moment. And I feel like a lot of, I know that a lot of these points kind of like sound like 
similar to each other in some sort of way but I feel like I'm just a very reflective person and I like to like remind myself of these things going into the new year so I really hope that you enjoyed this video I hope it wasn't too drastically long but I am really looking forward to 28 and seeing what it has in store but thank you so much if you took the time to watch this video or listen to this podcast but make sure to like comment and subscribe if you are on YouTube let me know what you want to see next and if you're on the podcast please remember to rate the podcast because it really helps the podcast but I really enjoyed making this I really loved making this and I look forward to seeing you in the next video or episode as a 28 year old all right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, if you ever have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM. There are ways to get connected with me in the show notes of the episode. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.